G'day folks and welcome to Creative Conversations. I'm Dave Fuller and this week my guest joining me all the way from Newcastle, that's Newcastle just north of Sydney, not Newcastle, uh, England, um, is Adam Price and Adam's an old mate of mine. Good to see you Adam. Welcome. Hey Dave. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure, mate. Pleasure. So Adam is a songwriter, a musician, uh, just all around good guy. How about that? Um, so he's going to talk to us today about, well, hopefully about the songwriting process, what it is to be a songwriter in his, uh, in his world. Um, but before we do that, before we chat about that, I'm going to do what I always do at the beginning of these shows and that's ask adam what drink he brought along so i'm curious if he'll break the mold today oh what have we got there it's cheap as chips whiskey whiskey okay so very good finally someone bought an adult drink i think everyone's bought coffee up until now <laughs> i should have bought one myself but I, but I bought coffee so there you go very nice and and why whiskey mate um, I love it. I wish I could afford the good stuff. This one's all right. It's, um, yeah, it's what's that was the Irish one. Jemison. Jemison. That's it. Yeah. You get more of it for less. <laughs> it's not a bad whiskey, mate. I don't mind it at all. <laughs> and, and you drink it neat. So you're, you're, yeah. you're a brave I can't, can't it down. You're a brave man as well. A real man. <laughs> okay, mate. Creativity. When did you know that you were creative? Was there a moment in time that you just, it, it just dawned on you that you were like musical, um, that you could write uh, or did it just sort of creep up on you? Um, I think I still ask myself, am I creative to this day? Um, more so recently because I, 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 find myself asking am I creative is this what I want to still do with my life um, and it always comes back to yes <laughs> but I think in the beginnings I, I, I grew up in a school that was quite sport orientated and um, I like sport I still do but I just never really fit in with all of that crowd and um, yeah, it always confused me that I felt so different, and but um, music. You know, I saw a drum kit set up in the in the music room in Year Seven, and I just had to go and sit down and work it out. And um, you know, drama classes and and art and all of that stuff really interested me. But I, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Just, yeah, yeah, I figured it out later in hindsight. It makes sense, but at the time, yeah, it was just I didn't feel like I fit in with the norm. Of, being into sports and all the mainstream stuff. But yeah, um, looking back on it, it was, yeah, probably I was about 12-ish when it really started to happen for me. But yeah, in saying that, I always think, you know, am I creative? Maybe I'm just rubbish and <laughs> not that it matters, but. We, we, might, we might delve into that a little bit, mate. Um, what would make you doubt that you're creative? Why would I doubt it? Mm. Um, yeah, good question. I, I, when I'm creating for myself and when I do it just because I love it, yeah, I'm creative, no doubt. But 
there's a lot a lot of times I think there's just um, my brain's trying to justify that um, you know you've got to be something what are you who are you and so judging myself from what other people would think of me I suppose so you know am I creative because is my art and the stuff that I'm making is it any good um, and if it's not then I'm not creative um, which yeah that sounds sounds odd but yeah, that's that's my thought process anyway. Um, I'm only creative if other people think that I make good things. Well, you must be creative, mate, because I think you make good things. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Let's let's put that one to bed. <laughs> you are creative, my friend. No question. Um, I first stumbled across you. Ooh, I think it was. Um, your lovely wife, Heather, who gave me a CD of yours. I probably never told you this story, but um, back in Cotton Sidewalk days, um, your band of the time, um, Heather gave me a CD. And I actually, that day, pulled an all-nighter in my job. I was sitting in my office on my own, and I chucked that CD on about 7 p.m., and it was still on heavy circulation at 6am it went all night <laughs> that's uh, so I got to know that album pretty well um, when, when did you write though your very first song what's a song Dave because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a little um, chorus almost reached like a finished song back when I was working in my nan's garden with her I don't even know what age. It must have been young because, yeah, I was hanging out with my nan. That's pretty cool. So, um, so out in the garden, what, you just, it just came in your head, started singing along? Yeah, I even remember it. Um, looking for weeds, looking for weeds, looking for weeds in nan's garden. Oh, I love it, mate. It's probably better than my first effort. <laughs> Very good. You, you can have that one. Thanks, mate. I'll, I'll take it and see what I can do. Um, from there, though, was that something you continued or did that was just a one-off thing, came back later on when you started to actually write what you would think of, not that that isn't, by the way, um, but think of as, a, as an actual piece? Um, you mean what kind of... Made me realise I yeah. like writing songs. Yeah. That's a great place to start. Um, I think I just loved music. I, I think, um, you know, I'm thinking quickly here, but there's a memory I have of when I was, would it be 10-ish, so what's that, you know, 16-ish. Um, and I, listening to bands, I was in bands, but... And we were writing our own stuff that my friend and I that were in a band and um, yeah, I just didn't understand why the local street rag, the, all the gigs that were in there were for cover cover bands and, you know, the up, up and coming stories of new artists and things. It was all about the performance or the fact they were in a band or something, but I just couldn't work out how they, they weren't playing their own songs. So me and my mate must have been writing for a couple of years at that stage. So you know, being 14 or 15 when we were writing, I think it was just curiosity that, okay, how did, how did the Foo Fighters write that song or how did, you know, such and such do that? Like, let's try and do it. And, you know, lyrics and music were just obsessed with it, I suppose. And from there, 
probably sucked pretty bad at it, but not trying to get good because we thought we were going to do something with it, but it was just, we loved it. So we were just using our ear and our fascination got better and better at it. So the same curios- curiosity that uh, had you jump on a, a drum kit um, in year seven, it was the same sort of driving curiosity that had you start to write and pull songs apart to, to construct your own. Mm, I think so. Mm. What challenges did you face or have you faced, still face even, um, to pursue that, that writing? What challenges do I face at the moment? Well, at any, have I faced? Yeah, at any point in time. Now, past. Um, as in the challenges that inspired the songs or? Oh, not necessarily. Actually, I'm, I was thinking more, you know, what, what things have you had to overcome to actually do it? Okay. Um, when I was younger, not really anything. I was quite free to... I'd live with my parents until I was well, nearly mid-20s and I was quite creative in that sort of, well, in the early, early 20s I was very creative but I had the freedom to just, you know, mum and dad would cook dinner and probably do the washing and everything and I could sit down and write a song whenever I felt like it, even if it was two o'clock in the morning and mum and dad were asleep above me and I'd wake them up and they'd yell at me. But, I, <laughs> yeah, I was spoiled in that regard so there was nothing stopping me but, yeah, it's an interesting question because as I've grown up and, you know, you get a partner and we've ended up having children and um, you work and by the time you come home after work, you're tired or you want to spend time with your family. And, um, there's other things that you, you need to be doing. Yeah, that's a, to then be able to allocate some time to creativity and then feel, feel like doing something when it comes to that time. Yeah, that's, that's a big challenge mm. versus being able to just do it whenever I felt like it. It's a challenge I can relate to. Um, what about resistance? Have you, have you ever encountered actual resistance to, to getting it done? So whether that's internal resistance or external um, resistance to, to your writing? What's external? Oh, it, it could be as simple as, hey, you need to be doing something else. <laughs> That's sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I think if I really wanted to, I'd stay up late at night and get it done. Um, yeah, the procrastination is there sometimes. It's, it's much easier, very easy to sit on the couch and turn the telly on and then the night's gone and you got to go to bed. And, but it's a, it's a trick. Oh, just go and sit down just for a little bit, and then two or three hours are gone that you could have written a song. It's a bit sad, really, when that happens. Mm. Missed opportunity, Dave. Well, that's kind of an internal resistance, actually. I would see that as. Um... Oh, yeah. Well, well, sorry, I was talking about internal first, but when it's external, yeah, like I said, if I really wanted to, nothing's stopping me because I could do it at night time when mm-hmm. people are asleep. All right, well, let's talk about process then. Uh, when you actually do sit down to write, I'm curious 
and it's probably one of the main reasons I, I do this is to unpack how people go about this, whether they're songwriters, artists, composers, architects, whatever. What is the process, routine? Um, how do you go about it? Do you have a, a particular starting point? Um, yeah, I've got to have something to write about. I, I, yeah, I don't think I've written a song where I, yeah, or even created anything really if there hasn't been some sort of emotional factor. Um, so that's where it starts. That's where the inspiration comes from. And then regarding songs, yeah, probably lyrics are usually helpful if they are the first thing to come. Um, I've been, lately I've been writing more lyrics where I just haven't really been concerned if they turn into a song or not. But at the time when they're coming out, they it feels like a song, but there's just no melody necessarily to the words. Um, yeah, which has sort of resulted in a couple of, Hip hop ish sort of songs, like sort of spoken word hip hop ish kind of things. We've got a lot of a lot of things to say and a lot of a lot of rhymes to put down. And yeah, just, I'm really into hip hop at the moment. So yeah, lots of words, less melody. Has that always been the way, Adam? Have you always written lyric first, or is that something that has happened over time? Over time, I think I. I always thought I wasn't a, a proper songwriter because I'd, I'd write the melody first and then put the words to it. And I never really in, totally enjoyed how that came out because then the melody was always the thing I knew was the first. You know, the, the words really didn't mean anything because they were just uh, contrived to, to fit the melody. Um, whereas when the words come first, it feels more authentic and yeah. So no, it hasn't always been that way so okay you get it you've got an idea for a song um or, or a lyric um how do you capture that what's what's your process in making sure that you don't lose that um yeah it used to be i'm thinking um when i had the freedom to more time it would be writing words down and probably even getting to put a demo down, like record something of significance that would mean I was definitely not going to forget. Um, but now I've written songs through the voice memo thing on my phone, um, which I'm sure is not uncommon, but um, I actually own a dictaphone just here that I found the other day because I purchased it like 15 years ago thinking, yeah, what a great idea. I can, I'll never forget an idea again. I'll take it with me everywhere. And then I just somehow forgot about it. And, you know, smartphones came into existence and yeah, well, that's what I use. <laughs> so that's interesting. So you bought a dictaphone, so you'd never forget an idea. You just forgot the dictaphone. I, I guess right. <laughs> well, I guess one of the beautiful things about <laughs> smartphones is they pretty much go everywhere with you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that somebody should have said that to me, Adam. That's a bad idea because who takes a dictaphone with them? <laughs> uh, that's very funny. But there it is. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Classic. I think I had digital. Yeah. Very good. And does it actually still work? If it had some batteries, then I think so. Yeah, very good. good. 
That could be a good idea. Should be. Might go somewhere. Um, so the, I'll give you the model number later. So the voice memo, obviously, as, as you say, I mean, um, it's something you use. What about do you do the lyric that way? So if you've got a lyric ID, you capture that as well, just a spoken word or whatever, and make sure you don't lose it, or um, or you still um, words, words. Because I at work melodies would come and song ideas would come, and that said, oh, I better get this down so I can get back to work. But words. Yeah, they're more of a, you know, more of a journaling kind of diary entry thing whereby I force myself to put pen to paper. Um, I'll come up with something. Might not necessarily be very good, but it'll be something. I don't remember thinking of a song lyric and having to put that on like a voice memo. Yeah. Do you, is, you've mentioned journaling. Is that something you do? habitually or is it just uh, an ad hoc thing i should i was i've just moved into a new place here this is my um, beautiful green studio that's getting fitted out um i was putting some old songbooks and journals away and happened to procrastinate and get sidetracked and start reading some of them and as you do i thought to myself i should journal more because what I thought was rubbish at the time, I was reading back and some of it was what I thought was quite quite usable. Um, yeah, and it's again, like it's like sitting down watching the, the TV without wasted opportunity to create something. And, you know, I thought, well, even if it's 10 minutes before I go to sleep, just to vomit something out into the book or whatever and who knows what's going to come out. At the worst, it's going to make me feel better because I've created or I've had that release which is one of the things I like most about writing songs is the actual, the mindfulness of, oh, it's out. Yep, and there's something else I can relate to as well. Um, how do you handle distractions, mate? I mean, you, I, I know you have two gorgeous daughters and young kids have a habit of, uh, of interrupting. Um, amongst other things, of course. Um, how do you handle just day-to-day -day distractions when you're trying to create? Um, well, I don't think I do. If, I, if I'm in the zone, I tend to be distracted by <laughs> the creating and the girls in real life get um, yeah, forgotten about. That's a little bit in the... Been a point of contention with uh, relationship with Heather, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting better at sort of managing a balance between. Oh, I don't remember ever trying to create. So actually, yes, I do. There's been times when I've been trying to come up with something, and girls will be just jumping on my back and stuff. But I don't know. I I like them a lot, so it's easy to just give up on the, writing the song or whatever's happening and just be with them. Yeah, I'd say more so if, if I let myself go into that zone where I'm writing a song or I'm, I've got something here, something's happening, then my mind will just be thinking about it and sometimes for days. And other people can tell because I'm, you know, Adam, you didn't do the washing up, etc. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing something really important here. <laughs> Mate, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> That's good. There's at least two of us. Huh? At least two of us. Yeah, I got a funny feeling there might be more. <laughs> Very good.
Um, so is there a particular space that you like to go and write? Like, is there a particular chair that you like to be in or, or room? I don't know. I see you in your, your, new, uh, your new digs there. Um, but is there generally a place that you would go to? I'd like this new space to be that place um, for sure. So I hope that that can happen. It's not really at the moment. I've had, I've mixed a song here. So there's been a song that has been given birth to in this space. That's always helpful. My band's rehearsed in here a few times. Um, I don't think I've recorded anything in here yet and I haven't written a song in here, but it's, it's happening. It'll get there. And I think once um, sort of wear it in, then this will be the place I want to come to. Um, other than that, wherever there's a piece of paper and a guitar, typically, or a piano, something, some sort of keyboard, it'll do if it's comfy and warm. Yep, fair enough. Is there a particular piece of work that you're like super proud of? One that's that I've done. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. It, there have been times that I've listened to stuff that I've done and, and felt emotional about, and I think that that's when I feel proud um, because it felt like I must have done something good with that if I was able to reflect on it and it made me feel something. Um, but I, I don't know if I could say, yeah, this thing I did, Dave, was I'm really proud of that. Um, I'm I'm proud of anything that comes out early and that I spend the time on making, even if it's a demo. Or it's, it takes a lot of guts to think that there's something worth pursuing and making better and better, and putting time and money into, say, making an album or a single or going on tour or something like that. Like in the beginnings, it might just be naivety and being young and just ooh, whatever, but yeah, yeah, to to be able to have faith that you want to pursue your ideas and that you think that at least you're going to enjoy it, um, yeah, that's in retrospect is quite quite brave, really. So yeah, I've done that before. I'm proud of that. Excellent. You mentioned inspiration a little earlier. Um, what what inspires you? Where do you draw your inspiration from? Um, and I think there's a few. Um, love for sure. Um, and there've been been times when it, it might just be you've got a crush on this attractive girl that works next door in the bakery to you. And inspires a song because it's all like in the movie, oh my god, <laughs> which is cool. Then there's other times when it's like feels deeper than that. There's also, um, you know, when love doesn't happen and you get your heart crushed, that's a very helpful um, inspiration for songwriting for me. Um, well, it was that hasn't happened to me any times lately. Hopefully, it doesn't ever happen. <laughs> Um, what else? I think um, depression is a pretty, pretty good one. 
it's not good, but it's good for for songwriting if if you're able to pick up an instrument or a pen and paper. Um, I've written some what I think is my best stuff when I've been pretty far down. Um, so I guess that that's a hard one though because who wants to be that depressed just so that they can write songs? Not me. No, um, or I. Um, but I can uh, I can relate to it as well and. Uh, um, what about happy songs? Do you find it easy to write happy songs? Nope. Which is, yeah, I don't know, whatever, that's who I am, but I'd love to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever written a happy song. My, my old bandmate and long-term friend, he wrote a happy song once. And he showed it to me on, I think he did a demo and it was on a, a mini disc player. Do you remember oh, yeah, mini discs? Yeah, I remember mini discs, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a shame that technology never really took off. But I listened to it and I knew it was good, but I didn't want to admit it because it was had this happy feel to it. <laughs> Mate, your weed, you know, the weed song sounded pretty happy to me just quietly. Well, that's true. There you go. And look what happened to it. <laughs> and look what happened to it. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I once again, I, as a songwriter, I can relate to this as well because I struggle with happy songs as well. Um, and I, I think maybe because when I'm happy, I'm just doing other things. Yeah. Who wants to sit down and write a song? Oh, when happy. You want to get outside and enjoy life, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. It could just be me. Who do you admire? Um, who, who are the people you look up to, whether it's in your field or any other creative field, uh, and, and why? Oh, man, that's an open question. Maybe I'll just stick to music. Yeah, sure. Um, so many people. I mean, there's people of fame and notoriety, but there's also... I mean, I'm married to one of the most talented musicians in the world, um, and I, hopefully she doesn't hear that. Um, I think I've told her. <laughs> well, yes, I concur. I'll have her on the show if she'll come as well at some point. <laughs> I mean, of course, you would think, of course, I'd say that because, you know, she's my life partner, but that's one of the things that attracted me to her. She was a rock goddess in my eyes. So, music got SMR, so I, that's yeah one of the reasons I pursued her and was lucky enough to 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 marry her but um yeah um so that one's right right at home upstairs and then there's someone like Neil Young who's been around for ages and just uh, yeah he, what would music be like without him or Paul McCartney or um, obviously going back way before them as well. Um, so, yeah, there's those big names, but I don't know. I forget the question now. <laughs> who do you admire? Who inspires you? Yeah, I guess I admire too many people, I think. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm going to take you back, maybe back to that um, that young child in the uh, in the garden with your grand. What advice would you give young Adam or any other young creative for that matter 
uh, about being creative and pursuing a, a creative life? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't want to say anything, but maybe something along the lines of whatever it took to encourage them not to just to to veer away from that trajectory of just writing songs while you're doing something in the garden with your grandmother. Um, it shouldn't, it, for me, I wish it, and at stages it has gotten to the point where I wanted to create for the wrong reasons in my eyes. It might be to become famous or to be, to be able to create or be a musician for a living or so that you, know, you get heaps of listens on Spotify or um, so that you, you get signed to a record label, et cetera, et cetera. Um, none of that matters. I wish I'd never been there. And, um, sort of, um, uh, it's not sacrificing, but um, well, risking my creativity, which, you know, it's me. Um, for reasons that have nothing to do with that, for you know, so I can so I can earn a living, or um, yeah, compromise what my art means to me. You know that um, the little boy that's not a, not a care in the world. He's just having a great time thinking of ideas and coming up with rubbish in his head. That's all that's important. Um, so I wouldn't say any of this to to that person back then, but whatever it was that I said, just trying to encourage to, to stick with that. Like, yeah, keep creativity. So all it is is an enjoyment. Keep it pure. Man, it was long-winded. I don't even think I answered the question, but. <laughs> no, no. Look, it made, it made sense to me, Adam. It's all good. good. Pure, I think, is what you were trying to say. Be creative for creative's sake um, mm -hmm. rather than pursuing other things. That's what I was saying. Yep. I knew that. <laughs> uh, I have one last question for you. And that is every creative, I think, faces this at some point in time when it just doesn't happen, like no matter what you do, it's just not there. There's a block. How do you deal with blocks? I put it down and go and do something else. I think it coincides with the previous question of well, why am I sitting here trying to force something to come out? You know, that's fine. You force it and then it starts to come. But if it's just not coming, then what is the point? It's not enjoyable. I love that answer. I love that answer a lot, actually. So go do something else. Go and, go and play soccer. <laughs> go, to a, go to a strip club. <laughs> go spend some time make, with your love. Go make your gra sick grandmother a meal or something. I like it. And see if inspiration comes. I'm going to, um, well, actually, no, I don't. I do have another question. I'm going to, um, I mentioned distractions, but I, I wonder, uh, and I do this because I'm, 
the whole reason behind creative conversations is because I'm curious. I'm curious about how other creatives work. Um, so I'm curious to know if this happens to you. Do, you. do you get distracted by shiny objects? Do you, um, <laughs> the, the new toy <laughs> that I think you know what I mean? Oh, I think I see what you're saying. Mm. You bought a new guitar <laughs> or you've got a new something. Exactly. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I've, um, I've learned, well, not the hard way, but I, I've learned that, yes, buying a new guitar, it's good and there's things to enjoy about it, but um, it's not going to make you a better songwriter and it's not going to help you write more songs. Um, it's just something else you have to learn how to use and it's going to um, sidetrack you from writing your song, for instance, um, because you have to learn how to use the three knobs that are on the thing. Uh, and then at the end of it, you learn how to use it and does it, what does it really do for you anyway? Um, I even find I, I typically like to write on the guitar that I'm used to because it just, it, it doesn't feel like I've got anything. I'm not holding anything. It's just whatever. But if I was holding something different and yes, I'd be distracted by say the, the shiny strings or something like that, or the, the fact that it's a different color. But I, th I think that's what your question is, is that, yeah, you're focusing on the wrong things or. Well, that, yeah, I'm just curious is if like, if like me, I, if you got distracted by shiny new things that take you away from what you're trying to do, that's exactly what the question is. And I've answered it pretty well. I'm going to let you uh, go in a moment so you can actually go spend some time with your lovely wife. Um, but I'm going to ask you to give some thought to perhaps who you'd like me to interview or who I could uh, perhaps invite along to the show, perhaps it's someone you know that you'd like me to interview, in which case you can introduce me. Um, I think there's already one person we know that we should invite. And uh, that would be your lovely wife, Heather. <laughs> Hopefully she'll come on the show as well and, and share her talents with us as well. But is there anyone else off the top of your head you can think of? You're looking for a musician? Not necessarily. Just someone who's creative. Um, I know a guy. Yeah. His name is Rod. I think I know who, who else do you want I think know? I know who Rod is. His phone number is. <laughs> oh, <you> might... <laughs> we might not go yeah. there. <laughs> well, have a chat to Rod and see if you'd um, like to come on. You want me to have a chat to him for you? Yeah. Introduce me and I'd and I'll I'd love to have a chat to Rod as well. That'd be great. I think he'd be very appropriate for, for this. Fantastic, mate. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to, um, to end the recording, but I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. We'll have a quick chat afterwards as well, but uh, I'll end the recording here. Um, thanks, mate. Great to talk to you. Um, I will put in the show notes the links to any social media you want me to put up, your website, uh, where people can buy your new single, which I believe is out now. Um, am I yes. I'm quite correct in saying that? Am I not? Uh, with your yes. new band, Hey Universe. So correct. Get out and buy it, people. Go play it on Spotify at least a hundred times. That's each. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll put I'll put that in the show notes, mate. Um, thank you again, and good luck for um, future endeavors. Cheers. Thank you for for asking me and having me. A pleasure, mate. Take care. Cheers.
Tschüss. For more information, visit Creative Conversations at www.creativeconversations.com.au.